Welcome to Raising Nashville. I'm Bucky. Hold on, hold on. You want how much? $70 per hand sanitizer. <laughs> All right. Well, how about if I give you 80 Can you throw in some pizza rolls? <laughs> All right. All right. $80 for two sanitizers and some pizza rolls. All right. Thanks, Mom. I love you. I'll talk to you later. Uh, sorry, guys. Juice box. That was a steal, dude. I I had to pay 50 bucks for a roll of toilet paper earlier. <laughs> Old boy. And uh, we had a different episode planned for this week, uh, but given the national emergency we're currently in, uh, we thought it'd be best to step in and give our take and uh, cure our listenership's hypochondria during this time that we're living in. You know, we... We really had some special things planned over the next two weeks. Why don't you tell them what we plan? We've got some some big episodes coming up. True. Episode number 50. That that is a milestone. Um, Doing this 50 weeks. uh, We had something big planned, bringing in some special guests for that and removing ourselves from the equation. So I I know our listenership is probably excited to hear somebody else talk for once. (laughs) Um, Not us. Um, we also had a big episode with uh, some of our favorite podcasts here in Nashville um, that were planned that we could have dropped this week as well. But we're going to put those on the back burner given the curtain situation with COVID-19. That's right. The coronavirus. The coronavirus. So this week we're going to give Raising Nashville's take on the coronavirus. Um if you uh, have no idea what's going on out there uh, among the mass hysteria and widespread panic we're currently living in, we want to give you just a little bit of update on the coronavirus. If you ha- if you are one of those people that are like, oh, I'm not going to look to see what this actually is. I just know it exists. It's kind of like air, right? Um, so, <laughs> I mean, obviously. You think a lot of our listenership. I do. The coronavirus, the, the simplest definition I could find, and I, I, I don't want to say this is a layman term, but this right. is something that could be easy to understand. It is uh, The coronavirus is a large family of viruses that cause illness ranging from the common cold to respiratory disease. Right. And COVID-19, which is the current strain we're dealing with in, in the world right now of this mm-hmm. virus, was discovered in 2019, and it has not been previously identified in humans, and that's why I think that this mass hysteria is going on. So I want uh, Juicebox is going to give us a little timeline because we'd all want to know how we got to this point of the dates of like March 11th through March 14th, uh, 2020. Learn me something. Yep. All right. So first uh, case allegedly was uh, December 31st, 2019. That's when uh, China made an announcement there were that this there was some sort of uh, flu type thing that was like affecting people. They thought it was a case, a weird case of pneumonia at first. So they didn't even really identify it initially. You don't think that they thought that just a bunch of people with hangovers that are kind of sick? I mean, obviously it is New Year's Eve. I get sun- I get weekend flus all the time. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. That Monday morning flu. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. I don't have any info on it. Um, then the as like early as the very next day, January 1st, the Wuhan outdoor market, which we've all heard about maybe at yeah. this point, mm-hmm. has like been tr- traced to be the 
the beginning of it or where it was caused from some sort of wild animal meat that was sold in that market or something. Cause I guess there's way less screening for that. Type so of it stuff came from a meat. Yeah. Uh, allegedly. An animal. Yeah. So anyway, uh, jumping ahead a couple days, uh, January 5th, the world health organization is still advising against travel restrictions. They don't think that there's anything bad about this yet. Like they're just, they're like, okay, let's wait and see what happens. Um, the next day, SARS, MERS, and bird flu are all ruled out. This is not any of those previous known, uh, you know, big flus that we've had before. At this point, we're seven days into the that so so called outbreak. Yep. Um, January 11th, the first coronavirus death is reported. A 61 year old man who it was. Okay, so this is where it gets a little. The numbers get kind right. of funky. January 11th, first person died. 61-year-old man who was admitted to the hospital on December 27th dies from the virus. So, obviously, people are getting infected before that. Right. At this point, China says only 41 people have coronavirus in China on January 11th, which is obviously underreported. Um, January 13th and 13th through the 15th, first uh, cases are reported in Japan and Thailand. Uh, January 17th, China reports a second coronavirus death. Um, the 20, the mid twenties of January, there's detected, uh, the virus is detected in South Korea, U S Singapore. Basically it just starts spreading around, yeah, but these are still very small numbers at this point. And also it's because, you know, there's no, there's still really not proper testing for it. So January 26th, U S France, several other countries finally decide to start pulling people out of Wuhan, like their citizens that live there. This is almost nearly a month after the infection has broken out. And a day before my birthday. Happy birthday. Mm-hmm. Belated. Do you know how old you are now? 38. <laughs> mm. January 29th, the death, death toll has jumped to 132 deaths, and there are 5,974 cases in China. All right. So, all right. That's... The 25th, right? So in a month, we've gone from one case to over 5,000. All right, so to almost 6,000. That's a pretty significant growth. Let's call it 6,000 at the end of January because I want to look at where we're at today. Well, here's the thing. like That was January 29th. On January 30th, they're saying there's a total of 7,700 cases. So literally, like they're just finding out how many people have it. Also on the 30th, the U.S., has its first domestic case, and that is in Washington, I believe. Washington State? Yeah, Washington State, um, I believe. Makes sense. I could be wrong about that. It's the closest touch point. February 1st, coronavirus is confirmed in Russia, Spain, and Sweden. Uh, This is like, there's so much information. I feel like I need to just jump ahead on some of this stuff. But basically... Like, it just keeps on spreading and keeps on spreading. Citizens of America that are still in Wuhan are starting to die in in early February. Basically, Wuhan is, like, ground zero for this. And the government still isn't really doing much there. I think it takes them until – it takes them over a month to, like, actually quarantine and shut down Wuhan, which is a city of 11 million people. So, I mean, just to think about that, like – Shutting it down, shutting down all transportation in and out. No one can enter, no one can leave. People can still like get around within the city, but they're, you know, McDonald's is still open. <laughs> McDonald's, basically. yeah, basically. <laughs> What's Waffle the, House is still open, but they're telling everybody to like stay at home. What's the population of Nashville? Uh, I think we're at like one point nine. So that's all. That's almost five or six 
Nashville's. Can you imagine how? how well, that's Davidson that? County. I think there's like oh, right. six or seven hundred thousand people in in Nashville proper. Oh, okay, okay. Um, well, one point nine. So you're saying around surrounding counties? Sure. Okay. Um, during this time, there's also uh, the Diamond Princess cruise ship. Um, that was the first time I really heard about it was when it was on the news that they had quarantined a cruise ship and they wouldn't let anybody off. And then I just started thinking, what would I do? Which was totally the worst idea Drink. ever because they're, they're just putting like the cases just exploded off that cruise ship. Like it, there was like 3000 total people on there. There was 621 people confirmed to have coronavirus. Um, and that just like kept going up. There were people that weren't that were tested that didn't show any symptoms and didn't yeah. show anything, and they thought they were clear. And then they ended up, you know, having it like a little bit later. So I wonder if the uh, like the management on that cruise ship just instructed all the employees to 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 operate as business as normal. Like the nightclubs were still going on well, that, during those two weeks. Probably and, so because the majority of the people that did get infected were uh, crew members. Mm. They, I mean, lots of passengers did too, but a bulk of them were crew members. I would have lost my ass in the casino on the cruise ship during that time. Uh, let's jump ahead. February 21st, the death toll reaches 2,200. Uh, U.S. has 16 total cases at that point, allegedly. And what date was that, February 21st? Yep. Okay. February 23rd, Italy reports their cases are just blowing up. They went from 20 to 79 in like one day or something like that. Uh, shut down the country. Testing. Yeah, that so that comes a little bit later. They did shut down the country. There's a ton of people, you know, over there with it. Their population is generally older, so they have more people that are in poor health and have, you know, already underlying health conditions to make it more susceptible for this. Sure. Um, I did see online that Pornhub is jumping into the coronavirus outbreak in Italy, and they have offered premium subscriptions to every resident of the uh, country of Italy for a month. You should spend for free. less time on your phone. <laughs> that, uh, that's good news, I guess. <laughs> I mean, if you just can't go you do, anywhere. Just change your settings? Yeah. <laughs> I bet you're Italian on your phone right now. No, you, <laughs> what is this? What is happening? Uh, okay, so I'm not going to go like this timeline is in depth, and and the sure. closer it gets to like today, it's just more and more more cases, right? Because um, it's over a hundred thousand confirmed cases now, like 130 or 150 now. Is that right? 156,000 cases uh, worldwide. worldwide in the U.S. As of today, there's 29,2952. Right. Which is a small number, but I think, you know, everybody's taking precautions. I mean, you have to know anybody out there in America has to know schools are shut down. Businesses are shut down. Everybody's uh, moved indoors and quarantined themselves just to be safe to flatten the curve of of spreading it. Okay. I, I have a question on the timeline. Yeah. So you said December 31st, 2019 is more or less when – is kind of the the start date. Yeah, well, that's when I guess it became aware. Aware, like the world became aware that this was a thing. Do you think it's a coincidence that that's the same day that Doctor Hay went to jail? Hmm. Ooh, wow! That brings up a great point. Doctor Hay did. You're right. We covered that. And he was trying to. Do you think Doctor Hay is behind the coronavirus? He was trying to, uh, you know. Turn off and on some light switches for viruses, right? I guess he was. Maybe right before he went to jail, he turned the wrong one on. 
or if he knew he's going to jail, he turned he turned a few off. Okay. So let's jump ahead to March. Um, March 6th, the death toll is now at 3380. Um, there's an explosion in South Korea. Um, yep. There, an in, I, I pulled this out. I like this one. I don't know what I shouldn't say I like it. But uh, a man in New Zealand confirmed to have COVID-19 was revealed today to have attended a Tool concert. So, Tool you know, fans. Yeah. Look out. Oh, yeah. Maynard. So, okay. Um, and then, you know, like Vatican, there's a confirmed case at the Vatican. So that's like being shut down. Um, Italy's death rate jumps to 197. U.S. cases surged to 329. Uh, Costa Rica has its first case. And it's a person that's a 49-year-old woman from the U.S. So. Dang. She took then, it to Costa Rica. Let's yeah. talk about America's dad getting it. Are you there yet? Uh, well, yeah, we could talk about that. I think that's what kind of like put – that was – that's what put it on the map for people. I and that's like. that's why we're here today is because starting and I'm going to I'm going to timestamp this to Tuesday, March 10th. I think Tuesday, March 10th is was D-Day for the coronavirus. And it just continued. It's still going on right now. Right. You know, we're you know, this is uh, Monday, the 16th. So we're, you know, six days into the mass widespread panic that we've seen with the domino effect, starting with... Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. I have a theory about this. Okay. It can go one of two ways. If it if America's dad recovers, I think everything's going to be good news. If it takes out Tom Hanks, we're all fucked. <laughs> yeah, he just did Mr. Rogers. I People mean, are going to panic. I mean, that, right. that definitely put it on the map. But let me just say this. Like, you think it's the 10th, okay? That's when you're saying mm-hmm. things really started to escalate there. <laughs> on uh, March 9th, okay, so it was already we would already started taking some precautions, but no one was taking it seriously. But there had been some money earmarked for more testing kits and stuff like that, you know, all, like stuff going on to try to get start to make a move on this. Right. March 9th, our awesome president tweets out the fake news media and their partner, the Democrat Party, is doing everything within its semi-considerable power to inflame the coronavirus situation far beyond what the facts would warrant. The Surgeon General says the risk is low to the average American. So he's politicizing this on Monday, March 9th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tuesday, is that when we find out about Tom Hanks? Yeah. I think Tuesday was Tom Hanks, and Tuesday started that whole cancellation of America, basically. It started the toilet paper and hand sanitizer craze. It started like businesses, like my business that I work for. That's when we start freaking out, and we're six days into it, and we still don't know what to do. And that's when people are canceling. Well, I just, I just want to point, point out that like he put out that, you know, that highly politicized, trying to politicize this disease, the very next night he is on the, you know, he's addressing the nation, trying to put out fires and like trying to calm people down. But it's like, how can you calm people down? You're inciting them the day before. Yeah, like, right. He's blaming it on the Dems. And then the next night he's closing the border to everything except the UK. And now the UK can't even come. <laughs> I mean, our borders are closed. Which is so ridiculous. Like it wasn't even, it's not even all countries. It was just some European countries. Like if you're, if you're doing this, it has to be 100%. You have to shut down the borders, but I don't even know. Like, I feel like that's a dangerous situation too. Like once you shut down the borders, what, when do you come back from that? Like, sure. 
yeah. you don't know. And um, now that we're here, uh, I also wanted to point out a few things that I think are very interesting about this. Oh, now, there's wait. a lot of people out there. There's always that person that you know, that you work with, that is a friend of your spouse's, that um, is in your friend group potentially, that is going to be you know, that person who doesn't believe in it. And then you're going to have the extremist on the other end who believes in it way too much and takes too much precaution. Okay. And that's where we're currently at, mm-hmm. is do you think all of this is warranted or do you think you know this is just something that we're going through as a nation? I mean, I've gone back and forth saying uh, this dates back to the Christmas story and that sentence that says to decrease the surplus population. That's what we could be going through right now is we're killing off the old to make room for the new. And that is just how the universe works. Um, I could be completely wrong on that, but I wanted to point out that, um, the what, con- are you saying like natural disasters are just a way for, uh, the earth to trim the herd? I think some, some people believe that. Is that a conspiracy theory? No, 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 no. I, I, I personally kind of believe it in a, in a, I was in talking a, in a to, universal sense. I was yeah. talking to Juicebox yesterday, and if I start seeing locusts outside, then I'm going hard. Like from now what, until drinking, yeah, to, to, just from now until time, uh, the locusts start showing up. We are all fucked. But the common signs for the coronavirus is comical to me um, because it says fe- uh, runny nose, sore throat, fever, cough, and shortness of breath. That's like you every day, right? Uh, yeah. Basically these are all the words found on the box of Tylenol cold and flu. Right. I mean, that's what makes this thing formidable is because it, it, it can pass as office symptoms initially pass off as symptoms as a, a common cold. Yeah. So you, you think you're all right. You're like, ah, this ain't anything. I feel like this every, every year at this time. Sure. And it, could be something potentially much more serious or it's like the regular flu where you might not even show symptoms and you could be carrying it right true well we get injected by the flu every year to combat the flu well some of us do yeah okay some of us do sorry there are anti-vaxxers out there did you Uh, get the flu shot this year that's odd because i did get the flu shot for the first time since i was probably 15 years old this year and I got the flu for the first time since I was 15 years old this year. And my flu started on Monday, the night we had the tornadoes here in Nashville, my flu started. So a week Monday. later, the coronavirus pandemic starts. I mean, well, it's obviously started, but it, it increases and it magnifies. And I had just come out of the flu. So I still have this internal thing that, you know, I could have so had it or I might still have it. And what, huh? Yeah. <laughs> The fuck? What I also wanted to say is to prevent inspection, <laughs> prevent infection spread. Also, kind of comical to me. It says you should wash your hands for twenty seconds, and that is something that we have been uh, marinating on for the last few weeks. Is wash your hands for twenty seconds. Now, wash your hands for twenty seconds. Haven't like, you ever worked in like food? Correct. That is something that you should be doing. Should be doing. Yeah. But the other thing is covering your mouth while coughing or sneezing and thoroughly cooking meat and eggs. These are things that should be done on a daily basis, but right now, this is all we have to combat this pandemic, is things that you should be living your life by. Right. Things you teach your children when they are young. Wash your hands. Yeah, but people are, I mean, man. Cover your mouth. Yeah, you know, pick up after yourself, but you've been to a public (laughs) restroom and seen how people treat it. I I mean, that is true. There's some gross people out there. Yeah, people just don't. People get out up there on their own and they just don't care. And I want to say personally, like the work, the bathrooms at our work, I have seen people being washing, being way more diligent about washing their hands. And it's kind of making me think like, 
what the hell were you guys doing before? Like, exactly. why were there no lines for the sinks before? Were you guys just not <laughs> washing your hands? Like, that is true. Um, I had a conversation with my wife last night that uh, I said I was going to go to the movies, and she thought that was a bad idea. So I threw caution to the wind and I went to the movies and I went to see a movie called The Hunt that is currently, you know, was released on Friday. Bad timing uh, to release a blockbuster movie, by the way, because I was one of two people in the entire theater. Is that a blockbuster movie? (laughs) No. I mean, it's a movie that probably belonged at Blockbuster. Yeah, there you go. I, I, I subscribe to that. I can honestly say that it is one of three movies I've ever walked out on. Um, I was there for a total of 50 minutes and I left. You wow. were pumped about that movie. I was too. so pumped and it was a big letdown. Uh, it was not what I thought it was going to be, which was surviving the game too. Oh, it turned so you, into something completely different. So you didn't watch the trailer. I, <laughs> <laughs> I did watch the trailer. I watched the second trailer for it. God, you were trying to sell us on that so hard oh, no. too. You kept being like, surviving the game too. We got to go see it. Yeah. And if you don't know what I'm talking about out there, loyal listenership, surviving the game starring Ice T that came out in the early 90s, one of the greatest movies that has ever shaped my childhood. And not just because they hunt humans anyway what i wanted to say was last night me and that guy in the theater had a percentage right because of the coronavirus currently there are 353 million people live in the united states you said we have about 2700 cases confirmed uh so that is a one in 220,675 person chance that that guy had the coronavirus right are you taking your chances with those odds. I think that guy was taking his chances with you. <laughs> he probably flu, was. Flu boy. But we're calling it a co- almost a quarter of a million people. That is your chance. The person standing next to you has to be one in a quarter million. Right. But to it, have it. You've also... All right. So also, they say this virus can live on flat surfaces and certain things for days on end, right? So let's say, let's say that somebody's in that theater two days before mm-hmm. and just sneezing all over the place you sat at i think that they would have cleaning measures like all of the psas that are coming out from every <clears throat> really? place of business that says we're thoroughly cleaning wiping down sanitizing let me school you real quick <laughs> yeah have you ever worked at the movie theater <laughs> thank you i, was I have i worked at the green hills theater uh, okay did you ever wipe down a seat <laughs> You, I, did you ever wipe down a seat? I don't remember wiping down anything. Exactly. <laughs> Precisely. And you think just because they're, you think teenagers, just because they've given us these new measures. All right, movie let out, Bucky. Go wipe down all 150 <laughs> seats. Exactly. And meanwhile, there's another movie in that theater in 10 minutes. Yeah. You think, what, what do you, what do you think? It was hard Bucky enough to done? get everything off of the floors <laughs> during that time. Right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, you were against the clock on that. Um, right. But what do you, if there's something you really want to do that is still allowable, and I, we're about to get into that, right. would you still go do it? Or are you just wait a couple erring of on the side of caution and hanging out? Hanging out. Well, I'd just wait a couple of weeks. There's nothing, I mean, name something. Nothing because it's all been postponed yeah, or canceled. Been right. So we're all in this together, is what we want to say. Um, and next, I kind of want to roll into national precautions. And that is starting Tuesday, March 10th, which I'm calling D Day of the Coronavirus. In fact, have we named this episode yet? Mm, no. So before I go any further into national precautions, and this is going to bring up a funny point during this segment of the podcast, is we want to name the episode. We traditionally have names. Um, We're going to go ahead and call this one Panic at the Costco. 
uh, coronavirus 2019 panic at the Costco. There you go. Yeah. So, and the reason I say that is because everything is uh, overblown and shutting down and postponing and canceling. So I want to bring up a few things. Earlier in the podcast, the number one thing I had on my list was Tom Hanks. Um, he is a national treasure. He is currently, if I'm not mistaken, he's going to be in New Zealand for a while, or is, is it Australia? It, I think it's Australia, Australia, but I could be wrong about that. Yeah, Sorry. we don't want to get that wrong. Um, the the biggest one that happened during the time it was going on was uh, NCAA basketball. So that is yeah. what kind of started all of the the panic in the sports world, which kind of just snowballed into entertainment, into pop culture, into all kinds of things that we care about. On Tuesday, they started announcing the cancellations of basketball tournaments so much so that it got so bad that they canceled a game at halftime. Uh, These two teams played the first half. The people are all in the arena. They come back out during the second half and basically they're waved off, told to go back to the locker room and everybody's Mm -hmm. asked to vacate the venue. So they went ahead and called it, but all the big conferences waited until they were still playing games to call theirs because i mean we some still of had, them did yeah we still had sec tournament here on wednesday we did wednesday was the big day for sports because that's when the nba had that game where the guy from uh, i think it was the mavericks uh he had, they found out he had the virus and players were walking off the court it was the jazz right was it the when, jazz? wasn't it rudy gobert yeah rudy gobert so that's when they started canceling games, and then the I mean, people made swift actions. NBA canceled, you know, postponed their season. Mm-hmm. The NCAA tournament was still on, but was going to be played without fans. And then they were going to play the conference tournaments without fans. And then, like literally three hours later, they were like, "All right, we're not playing the conference tournaments anymore." Yeah, that happened really quick. And then the next day, the NCAA tournament was like, "Well, it's off this year." That is unprecedented. Think about how much money is lost from canceling an NCAA tournament. Like they, they wouldn't do that if this wasn't really, really. something serious. Right. Yeah. Um, and then it kind of snowballed down. Uh, Major League Baseball, NHL, NBA, MLS, they were all initially going to play games without fans. Who, whoever's idea that was, I would like to talk to that person. Like who's in that office going, let's, let's still play the games, but let's do it without anybody in the arena. I mean, is that still TV ratings, and that's how you get sure. your money? Is your because TV you're rating. still on TV? Absolutely. Yeah, your there's TV. M- there's always going to be more people watching at home than, or yeah. you know, for the most part, there's going to be more people watching at home than in person, anyways. Right. But then it yeah. seemed like six hours later, everything was kind of canceled or postponed. But then, well, yeah, when you got players that end up having stuff, they can spread it to other players. And all of this happened Wednesday, so that Wednesday night to me was a pinnacle was when they decided that they were going to do live late-night TV without audiences. Right. And they did it, and I watched it, and it was awful. And you realize, I think people like Jimmy Fallon are exposed because I don't think he's that funny, at least. And why do you watch him? Quest Love didn't think he was that funny. I'm sorry. This is um, a realization you just now came to. Right. (laughs) Sorry. But it took, without laugh tracks and without audiences, to realize that these jokes are falling flat. For some reason, Mayor Pete Buttigieg, who was currently or was running for a Democratic president, took over for Jimmy Kimmel and did his whole show, what? which was oh, you didn't see that? I did not extremely see that. odd. Um, he is not a funny person, so he was delivering lines, interviewing guests, and then this most recently on Friday, uh, Vince McMahon decided to host a WWE SmackDown event, which is their weekly show on Friday nights without an audience promos you know obviously wrestlers need feed off fans to get 
crowd bumps and <laughs> cheers. People just looking, like looking up at the fan, like looking up at the empty seats, okay, like so trying to like get like. This is great. I'm glad you brought that up because I watched Friday Night SmackDown. Mother. Wrestlers are trained actors, right? So when they come out and their music hits and there's nobody in the audience, I, it's the first time I've ever seen it. They can't help but look around from left to right when they're walking down that ramp and like the fans and the upper deck and everything. And that was epic. That's funny. Have you ever, this just reminded me of something. Have you ever seen Prodigy um, Firestarter without the music? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> the music video. Yeah. And they take the music out. It's fucking great. Um, okay. So all of that happened in sports. And then all of a sudden you're finding out that uh, your concerts are being canceled. Things you have tickets to, you know, upcoming to. Yeah. The big one was South by Southwest kind of led the charge Huge. in the music field. Yeah. Um, and that's understandable because people come from all over the world to attend South by Southwest. Yeah. It's not just a music conference. Right. Um, and then you find out Coachella's on the cusp of it. And then Coachella cancels. And then then it it's kind of like, whoa, this stuff is coming out of nowhere. Washington State bans, you know, any gathering with 250 people or more. Right. And then you find out that, like, your concerts are being canceled in arenas. And then by Thursday afternoon, you find out that um, the five spot in East Nashville can't hold people in there. Like, and it just reopened from the tornadoes. Yeah. The five spot can maybe fit, what, 100, 150 people in there? Yeah, it, maybe. That's a, yeah. At a packed show, they usually have about 30, you know, sitting on bar stools and not paying attention to the band. Were they the first, like, venue locally to just straight close? Um, I, I mean, it was... That's the first one I heard of. Now, when I found out that WrestleMania, which I was you know, planning to attend, is still on the fence, uh, which I'd like to get into in a minute, um, I started saying, okay, well, Brooklyn Bowl's opening Saturday night. You know, It's so live. I'm going to buy tickets right now. I told my wife, I said, I'm pissed about everything. I can't go to anything the whole spring. So I'm going to buy these tickets before this gets out of control. <laughs> I buy the tickets. I swear to God, three hours later, Brooklyn Bowl sends an email to me because I bought the tickets saying we have postponed our opening. because you're the only person I had to email. <laughs> That's not true. I mean, we got this one dude. Um, so I, I brought that up. Uh, locally to us, distilleries in Kentucky and Tennessee were known for whiskey and bourbon around this area. All of them were closed uh, right. to tourism. Movie theaters. Speaking of movie theaters, I went again. I went last night. We know. One of two people. Uh, they are only selling 50% of their seats currently. So that kind of brings up a point where you only have to clean half the seats Oh, um, I got you. Okay. So if yeah. you could block off half of those for sale. Yeah, yeah disregard everything I've just said. <laughs> uh, and then it gets back to the point where like Stranger Things, uh, all Netflix has suspended all production on yeah. anything. I was, all right. So in, in early March, I was at the Houston Rodeo, which is a three-week event. And there, there are vendors there that that's where they make their money all year. And they canceled the event actually after the week I've, I'd already worked. But the uh, they canceled it halfway through. So the, those, all those people lost their money. But, I mean, you got to think, man, you got to do stuff like that because you have hundreds of thousands of people that congregate there. And that's that's how stuff – that's how viruses spread is from person to person. So down on a smaller scale, um, I coach my kids' softball t- team, and they canceled all softball. So, I, I mean, it, and it's a, that's a small gathering. But, it, again, that's how it spreads. So, I mean, if that's what people are recommending and think that's how we get out of it, it sucks. I, I mean, I don't, I'm not a fan of any of this, but. They I canceled uh, Asher's 
soccer league yeah um which he was excited to play schools you know obviously pretty much out till april um which puts us parents in kind of a bind uh, and we'll get into a little bit later um but things that you know affect you like the fact that you know the the release of fast and furious nine has been postponed are you upset I don't know. I, I I can't remember if I saw seven and eight. I I, I think it's the same movie. I think. Yeah, but it, it does bring up a good question. Do you think that Paul Walker is really dead? <laughs> Whoa. Or do you think that this postponement of Fast and Furious Nine due to the coronavirus is just buying him time for recovery because he's going to appear in Nine? Recovery from what? I don't know. Death. Yeah, for dying in that car crash. That's what this is all about. They were trying to come up with some kind of cure to bring Paul Walker back to life, but instead they created the coronavirus. But they still brought him back to life. I'd like to think of that. But he doesn't have any kneecaps now. Come on, man. Paul Walker is a C-list actor. He is not. He was in some blockbusters before he's out. Name five. Okay. Besides Fast and the Furious, which it, is more into the blue. Um, keep going. Uh, Fast and the Furious two. <laughs> all right. Point proven. All right. Move on. Okay. Um. All right. So, with all of that said, here's another question, and I'm just going to throw out some random questions to you guys. Shoot. Is this a job for Captain Planet? No. What do you mean? Captain Planet, this the, is the definition of what Captain Planet was fights. any of the rings that created Captain Planet medicine. <laughs> no, but I think that you could probably kill the coronavirus with fire. Um, I don't know if wind would really work because that's a spreading effect. But right, right. you bring all of those things together and Captain Planet is the medicine. He fights these little, you know, infections inside bodies. Okay, my vote is a hard no. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Okay, so I'm not in agreement. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Um, do you or do you not think because he's been tested that Trump has this? Uh, no, probably not. That's interesting. Someone we we have a group text going on, and someone sent an article that said uh, Trump had been diagnosed with uh, coronavirus. But when I clicked on the link, it was just a picture of a huge black dick. <laughs> So, I'm not sure if that's like a metaphor or something, but or if I was just punked. But maybe we should shouldn't click on things. Well, I'm bored. I'm quarantined yeah. in my house. I need to click on things. Oh, speaking of quarantine, that kind of sticks perfectly into our next section because what I want, what we want to end the podcast with this week is uh, quarantine, aka social distancing, which has right. gained a lot of buzz. Uh, the those two words put together have gained a lot of buzz over the last week, and uh, specifically social distancing. Uh, when I and I, I brought this up to a couple of people, and they don't like the word quarantine. Now I love the word quarantine because it reminds me of when Opryland closed down for Halloween, and oh, they yeah. turned their rides into haunted houses. Right, and the Grizzly River Rampage was shut down and turned into this walkthrough called Quarantine. Still, could be my favorite haunted house of all time. Okay. So, is that a question? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not. It's the fact that I brought it up with somebody and said quarantine, and they're like, we're not quarantined. And I said, in a, in a sense, it's, in your mind, you are quarantined. It's not a true quarantine. It's not government mandated. It's not martial law. But right. it's, it, it, people are taking precautions and staying home, so they're not out there risk of spreading it. Yeah, sure. Because I don't know about you guys. Well, 
for us, like our office has been like, I think I brought it up earlier, but they're like work from home. If you can, yeah. like, let's just take extra precautions, which is fine and good. But I mean, I have three video shoots this week that I still have to go to. Like, it's not really, you know, yeah. I don't think it's not a quarantine. Most people aren't really taking it serious, but there yeah. are, I mean, there are some people that take it overly serious. I heard the other day that, uh, one of our friends really hasn't been out of her house in like 10 days. And, I was just like, what are you talking about? Like, you have got to get out, you know. As a parent, especially with us three sitting in this room, uh, there is a sense of cabin fever that tends to set in when you're on an extended holiday Christmas vacation, basically. No doubt. I I do not – I don't think anybody likes it. Even homebodies need to get out. But it's – yeah, I hate hate having to sit at home all day every day. But if it's necessary – I will do it. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what we should talk about. That's what social distancing is. It's not going out to social events like, I don't know, movies, <laughs> concerts, <laughs> bars, bowling alleys. Okay, I've been to two of those four in the last two days. I know. So, I, I need to get away from you. I need a mask around you. That's it. I need to social distance myself away from you. Or wear trash bags. You should wear the trash bag. <laughs> I got some questions. So we know what the we kind of know what the quarantine, you know, the self distancing uh, or social distancing, keeping staying at home. What are you doing at home to keep your sanity and have fun and keep it fresh? Because it's it's difficult, man. I mean, it's my wife, me, and my kid. And so my kid got sent home early Thursday. Uh, I stayed home with her Friday. I've been basically at home with my kid all weekend. Sure. Uh, which, as a parent, kind of sounds like you sh- that's what that's your job. Right, right. I mean, but we can't go out and do stuff. You see what I mean? Okay, you can't take like, them to a park or softball we had a practice. Bir- we or- had a birthday. Yeah, exactly. Practice got canceled. We couldn't go to a birthday party. It got canceled. Uh, we couldn't just go out to have fun and do stuff. You know, go out to eat, go to a movie, go to yep. this and that. So, and that that does bring up a good point. What in the raising Nashville podcast guys want to give you some suggestions on what we would do uh, and what we are going to do because we are about to see this uh, not necessarily escalate, but it's not going to get better right now, right this second. So right. you might as well just set in. You know, you obviously it's going to be hard to work over the next two or three weeks if you have kids because they are shutting down schools left and right. Yeah, um, you might as just well be prepared prepared to be in your house until April 1st at this point. Now, I don't know what the next two weeks, how we're going to solve all this in two weeks. And April 1st is just going to be the magical date where everything lifts. Right. But um, we want to give you some ideas on what to do inside your house uh, from three guys that have great imaginations and just come up with stuff. Okay. All right. I know, I know personally we play a lot of games. So uh, I taught my kid how to play cards. Um, you know, blackjack. She's she's up. She's the house. Um, we've got. She's really good. She's gotten really good at Uno. Um, and uh, we just started playing Zelda, which I was telling Juicebox earlier. The kid is like in, dude. So we're solving puzzles. What Zelda is it? Uh, I don't know. Like what uh, system is it on? The Nintendo Switch. Okay, but it's basically like an old version. They just updated the picture, the pixels. Gotcha. So anyway, she's super in, man. Solving puzzles, exploring dungeons. It's Kind of cool, actually. But does that carry you? It's tough, man. I mean, we I don't want to sit in front. We actually don't watch any TV. So um, we don't really sit in front of a TV and play games that much either. We we kind of segment it at, you know, for like 30 minutes a night. 
Yeah. I can say that we have watched more TV in our house in the past two plus days in a, in a long time. Like it's basically just been Disney plus Pixar movies or Disney movies like nonstop All, yeah. in our background. Yep. I've so. knocked out a couple of you know, bad movies. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah. Let's hear about it. What I'm more mad no, about no, no. is I the fact hear, that I, wanna, no, I, I, no, didn't, no. I didn't watch Hereditary or Midsummer during this time. Instead, I tried to cram it into a weekend where I did have things going on. I want to know what movies you crammed into this weekend with your family. No, none of them are with my family. Oh, okay. <laughs> Rephrase that. So the, okay, so that's not helping us what we're what, what we're talking about. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> no, uh, juice box. You got some ideas? No, uh, no, no. We need to hear from you. What <laughs> What do you do with your family, man? Oh, what do I do? Okay, so currently we're business as usual in my house. Um, the kids are playing with toys. You go out. I'm sitting. <laughs> I'm sitting on a chair. Uh, Stephanie's probably you know cooking stuff. Uh, no, but what I want to do is get creative, and that, what what I say is you know most people say find that thing on Etsy you've always wanted to do with your house. Currently, okay. I'm cleaning out closets and rooms, not metaphorically. I'm actually you know trying to we're trying to clean our house. Okay. Stephanie started disinfecting. I said why? You know we're all the same family. We all touch each other and hug and whatnot. So. Uh, I'm not going to distance myself from you. So she disinfects the house. Sure. Yep. She'd and probably do it anyway. I rearrange uh, the. I rearrange things in my basement, and I just move oh. them from one to the next to see if I like that feng shui better. Okay. That All is right. currently what we're doing, but we have talked about board games. Uh, play We've a different board about game. Them? Yes, we've talked about it. We have not gone through. It. Play a different board game every night. Okay. Um, that it's is something to engage, engage with your family. I agree. We have a lot of board games that I have not played or picked up. Cleaning generally is the main thing right now. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. can get an early jump on spring cleaning. The crazy thing is, I mean, it's not like with this pandemic out there, you can't, you don't have to keep your windows closed. No. So open your windows. I mean, it's it's really nice outside in Nashville. Yeah, it's like um, sixty degrees. Yeah, it uh, you know it helps with the smells in the house and things like that makes you feel a little bit more open um yeah i i I agree with your wife about disinfecting the the house especially if somebody in your household has had the flu recently (laughs) Uh, that's not a bad idea um i have had this idea that i might implement pretty soon is to create a putt-putt course all over my house that's fun. Um, and I'm talking, we have a basement. So one hole will be knocking it down the stairs into the basement, into the uh, back nine. Is it, are you going to get like some pipe? Is it going to be a pipe with like a hard 90 down the stairs? That could be. I don't, I, I need to go to Lowe's and apparently that's, you know, not get an acceptable elbow. right now. No, no, no. You can go, you can do things. I mean, I think you can go out and do things. It's, it's, it's limiting yourself to just big public events. Speaking of that, none of the honky tonks downtown are closed. Kid Rock's Big Donkey Bar is still <laughs> open. Still open? It's still open. Well, is anybody there though? I, I I haven't been downtown, and when they canceled the SEC tournament, I was like, "Well, what's going on?" Apparently, hotels refunded money. People were going wow. home. Yeah. So, I, so it would have been lost. a good week to just to go downtown and observe. But does this virus start affecting restaurants and bars? No doubt. It, does, it certainly will over the next week, I think. I, I think we're going to see a bigger closure of restaurants. And I tend to think that bars that only serve liquor, for some reason, I feel like they're going to stay open a little bit longer. Or, you know, beer and liquor. They don't serve food. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong about that. But I just feel like bars stay open for Are the la- Are the yeah. last ones that close... 
the trifecta. Uh, the ones that don't serve food do serve alcohol, and you can smoke in there. I'll tell you a good gauge of of how severe a situation is is if Waffle House is closed. Yeah, exactly. Yep. I was going to say Waffle House, McDonald's, and Franz Eastside. <laughs> <laughs> if Franz Eastside shuts their doors, we know that Ooh. the world's about to end. That might as well be the locusts. Yeah, I don't know. If, if coronavirus gets in Franz Eastside, it's going to decimate that place. <laughs> I think it already is. I think it's been there for years. I don't know, man. It's toss-up. It, it might take out the corona. That's it's pretty. True. It's pretty okay. rough. In yeah, there. there's a there's it's cigarette a smoke so thick you can cut it. So speaking of that, a Corona is only like two dollars in France. He said. Mm. So eh, interesting. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, I guess we wanted to come together again just to I don't know provide some kind of uh, relief comedy. I know you're stuck inside. You have plenty of time to listen to podcasts and catch up on all of uh, all the ones you've been missing. Yeah. So feel free. We've had about 40, 49 episodes so far. Uh, feel free yeah. to go back while you're trapped with your family. Listen, but don't listen with your kids. Sometimes we say some bad words. Yes, we do. And just remember, uh, read up on, on what you can do to, to prepare and take care of yourself. So you Which don't- is only three things. Washing your hands. Coughing right. into your shoulder and uh, cooking your meat. And and social distancing, man. You know, unfortunately, you just kind of got to sit back and ride this thing out. Keep a level head. It'll be all right. But it, the stocks, the stock market sucks. Everything sucks right now. But that's Yeah, that's one thing we didn't really bring up that I had a couple notes on, but we won't dive into it too much. But like the economic impact of this, it, like we're not even, I mean, we're kind of talking about it, but I feel like that's going to be a big thing in the next two months that's going to be right. a really big deal i think I, I do think as soon as they come out with a vaccine for this thing or as soon as we start seeing once tom hanks gets better we're going to see a boost in the markets yep i really do i mean it's a lot of lost revenue right now and there's nothing you can do to recapture that but if we get this thing behind us everything will well let me just put this stat out there too uh there's been a total i think we said it earlier 156,000 cases so far almost seventy-four thousand of those cases People have recovered 100%. Right. They're like, they're, they're fine, you know, and the, the other ones, the people still have symptoms or whatever, but so there's not, you know, it, there's 156,000 people, 5,800 have died. That's a lot for that many people, you know, right. that, that is a pretty big number. But, you know, like I said, if, if the number of people recovered was smaller, I would be a little more nervous, but sure. I, I'm optimistic that we're going to get through this. It's going to, it's going to have a severe effect on this country and the world economy and just travel and all that stuff wise. But Hey, maybe it'll be for the best. Absolutely. Know, like, yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's not the bubonic plague that it's kill rate was like 90%. So sure. Right. Or, I, I pulled that out of a hat. I have no idea how, much, how bad it really was, but well, as always, uh, wherever you listen to your podcast, feel free to take 30 seconds out of your day to go on there and like us, rate us, tell your friends about us, tell your family, um, catch up. If yeah. you have time, we have 49 episodes. Yeah. That's a lot of <laughs> talking. Um, but, uh, find us on all of our socials at raising Nashville podcast. Uh, we have a website now. Um, and that is huge. Juicebox has worked very hard on this website. Yeah. I'm trying to put more info just like 
in the description and stuff. And I'm going to start putting a lot more links to like the stuff that we're pulling info from. So you can see that we're not totally just making everything up. (laughs) (laughs) And that is raising Nashville podcast.com. Here's the great thing about it before we send you off this week is I no longer have a fear of missing out because there is nothing to miss out on. So just think about that. Coronavirus is killing FOMO. That is a positive to take away from this. Um, We hope you enjoyed listening. Yeah. Yeah, and I just want to say also, last thing, stop buying so much goddamn toilet paper and buy a bidet. They're like 50 bucks on Amazon. Your butthole will thank you. Yeah, it feels great. Uh, We hope you guys enjoyed listening. If you don't have children... Have one. Have one. Catch up. Yeah. We want you to know what we go through. Yeah, the fear.